0: Hello, and welcome to Women of Substance. Today, I have a very special guest that uh, is from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and her name is Carla Jennings. She and her husband, Al, pastor uh, Summit Church there. So she is just so full of life and enthusiasm. I love it. And she has her own business, Fit for You. And so uh, she goes into details about that, shows us her studio and I think you will really enjoy this interview. It's it's inspiring, not only because it's about fitness, and I believe in fitness and health, but also um, she encourages women to do whatever they have in their heart to do. And she said, of course, she was always an athlete, and you'll hear her talk about these things, but she always loved it, and she she brought that over into um really a very special ministry part of her life and uh, she talks about praying with women there at her studio and and being able to minister even to children Um, so I think you know you're going to love this call somebody let them know about it uh, or text them and say watch the podcast today you'll get a lot out of it and um, listen up God bless you. Well, welcome to Women of Substance today. I have David with me and a very special guest, Carla Jennings, and we welcome you, Carla. We're just so Thank glad to are here Good to be here. And um, she and her husband, Al, are pastors of Summit Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and so she's joining us from Indiana today. Carla, I know that uh, you have uh, so many things to share. So I want to just get right into this. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe your testimony and your church there?
1: Uh, yeah. So um, for me, as far as me individually, and then I'll move into um, Al and I in the church. And so, um, man, I was um, raised in a um, a home of 11 my mom had 11 kids and I was the, I'm the youngest of the 11 and so um we um went to church um my my uncle who was my dad's brother was a pastor so we went to his church and I was very active in the church but and I knew about God I knew God was real but I had never had the experience of asking Jesus into my heart until um, my, uh, uh, freshman year of high school, very first day, never will forget it. Um, it was, um, a record keeping class and the teacher asked, everybody had us in a circle and said, put something, um, on a piece of paper, put it in the circle that you experienced this summer so that each of us would pull it and then read it. And then that person would identify themselves. And, um, I, some things had been going on that summer and I just was like, God, are you real? And what is going on? I was just, wasn't sure what was happening in my life. Mm-hmm. And I happened to pick of all the students. I picked the very paper that said I accepted Jesus into my heart. And mm-hmm. I knew God was dealing with me at that moment. And I couldn't wait to get home. Um, i didn't know then that I could have asked Jesus, I could have gone to the bathroom or you know <laughs> but I waited until I got home, and I went straight to my room, I went down on my knees and I just I asked the Lord into my heart, and so my high school year is when i officially I can say that I received jesus and so um and then you know fast forward went off to college and I um applied late. And so I couldn't stay on campus. And so this is how Al comes into the story. Um, I applied late. I was a freshman on college. He was a senior leaving. And so um, he knew of our family because my brothers and he were around the same grade. And they also played basketball together. And an interesting thing, my one of my sisters, who's a senior, the same year that Al was a senior, they went to the prom together. Oh. They didn't date, they wanted to go to the prom and they neither one had a date. So he took my sister. <laughs> and I remember coming down the stairs that particular night, what, looking around the corner at them and was admiring how well they looked and blah, blah, blah fast forward and I end up marrying this guy. Isn't that <laughs> something? Oh. So, yeah. so he ended up helping uh, my one of my older sisters um took me to um orientation on campus and um, ran into Al and he offered to show us around and, and be a big help but he was known at the time as and and he was known as the campus um I won't say pimp, but uh, womanizer. <laughs> womanizer. He was the woman. He was the campus womanizer. So I was uh, staying away from that. <laughs> so I was, I was that turkey girl that uh, had never been away from home. And here I am there in Ball State. Fast forward, I didn't stay. I, I, I got homesick. I, I went back and forth three different times mm. because I knew that I could do it. But I couldn't do it, because I, I had never been away from home. And anytime time I would call and tell my my mom I, I want to come home, they were like Johnny on the spot. And I tell them today still, <laughs> why didn't you guys make me stay? Like why didn't you? And so anyway, so then I decided to go like Alabama A and M. I figured if I went far away, that I would not come back home. I was yeah. back on the bus the next day, and so. When Al and I got married in Tulsa, and we moved to Tulsa, and uh, we, we had only been married two weeks, mm-hmm. and we had moved away, and uh, from everything we knew, again, I had never stayed any length of time anywhere. Um, and um, Al had, but um, we moved to Tulsa, and um, he, he, I didn't attend RaMA. he attended RaMA. Um, I worked for Harrison House. A oh, publishing company. Yeah. It was the best job of my life. And it was the best yeah. job for me because it was a family. And yeah. I needed that. But for six months straight, and Al didn't know because he worked thirds. He would, um, when he was coming home, he was resting before going to Bible school. When he would come home, I was leaving for work. Mm, wow. But I cried daily for like six months because I was so homesick oh, and I remember specifically we were active in church at um oh uh Buddy Harrison's church we were on the northeast campus yes <laughs> and um, we were active I worked in children's ministry and Al was an usher and I'd gone to a helps meeting with one of our um uh friends that we were uh, dear friends that we had, we we knew them actually Um, from Indiana. And so we became real good friends. Her and I went to a helps meeting and I don't remember what the message was, but whatever it was, it just charged me so much. I get home. We lived in an apartment on the second floor. I was at work. I got home. I started telling the devil to get off me and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I was just stumping. And then my neighbor called up. It was a um, a single gentleman, an older gentleman, and he kind of looked out for us and he wanted to know if I was okay. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, said, I said, yes, I'm okay. And I led him to the Lord. I just was so pumped, oh, you know, yeah. but I felt when I began to declare God's hands on me, and I don't remember what I said, but whatever it was, it, I could feel the weight lifting. And I no longer dealt with it. Was like a heaviness every time I would think of home. I would just I had to go to the bathroom at work and just cry. Mm. And I knew it was a stronghold because I mm. never I could never deal with it in college. And then now I'm eight hundred miles away from home, wow. and so and and so I, I felt that weight lifted, yeah. and it was such a breakthrough for me I when we it. when Al graduated. The plan was to go right. Soon as graduation we we're heading back to uh, Fort Wayne to start the church because we had people here waiting they were doing Bible studies while we were at Bible school oh, okay. they were waiting on us to come back um the the day after he graduated we were packed up and ready to leave <laughs> yeah. and, and here's the goodness here's the goodness of the Lord this is why Tulsa will always be a place that is dear to my heart I cried because I did not want to leave. <laughs> oh, oh
2: what, a, what a 180 degree turn, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, in, and it was nothing but the Lord. And yeah. I, that has been such a staple in my walk of faith um, yeah. to where God can turn a situation around and give me a heart's desire for something that I struggled with. Yeah. And and so from that, I use that often to um, help me push through areas where, you know, I'm feeling so uncomfortable or, or that that because it, it was a it was a feeling that I can recognize when it tries to come back. Right. So I can speak to it when when that happens. That's and awesome. so. Um, so, yeah. So then we came back here to Fort Wayne uh, in 1982. And started um it was agape Christian Center at first, and then <laughs> about ten years into ministry um we changed it to summit um Christian Center or summit church um because the word was going around that that's an- that's a call over there What's <laughs> what's agape what is that you know so um so al just you know he 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 felt that it was right you know to go ahead and change in the city um, Fort Wayne is called the summit city. Oh, okay. And um, and summit means the highest point of attainment. And so, uh, so it just spoke to our vision as well. And so it's um, so there is now summit church. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we next, the end of May, so our very first, Wednesday Bible study was the last May, the last Wednesday in May. And our first Sunday service was the first Sunday in June. Oh, okay. So next June, the first Sunday would be 40 years. Wow. wow. Amazing. So Praise God. Yeah. So we'll be celebrating 40 years of ministry. And it's interesting because there's a lot of different celebrations around this time. So Al got called to the ministry at uh, Lester Summerall's Church. Um, in august of uh 81 and so this year he it was 42 years in ministry and then and then our marriage was 41 years yeah and then coming up will be 40 years for uh the church wow yeah so um wonderful yeah it's a lot a lot of things around this the summertime is a big cele- celebration month or oh, year wow. season. Yes, yeah,
0: That's great. Well, yeah. you know it's so interesting. David and I've talked about it. The beginning of the eighties and the last part of the seventies, beginning of the eighties, there, there was such a call on young people's lives. Mm. Uh, history, you know, we were all so involved in, and then things happened so fast. You know, with marriage, with churches and ministries. Yes. And, oh, it was just such a mood, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh God. And like y'all getting married and then Bible school and pastoring, right?
1: Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then add, add kids onto that later. Like we there you go. You know, two years later, then we started having children. And so um but we went into the marriage with um Al has a um a daughter or had a daughter before we were married. And so, um, so I had what I call a bonus child. Yeah. And then we started having our um uh, family um the in eighty five. Wow. Our first daughter was born in eighty five.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh neat. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's great.
0: Well, um, I've never had the opportunity to come to your church but david has and he talks so highly yes. of your ministry wonderful. oh we
1: enjoyed him <laughs> great
0: great church and um so tell us more about um we've talked a little bit just um just you know before the podcast about your uh, business there
1: um this is i'm sitting in now the um, the studio my business is called fit for you and uh, the concept um, of Fit For You is my desire to encourage women. I just work with women and to be their best healthy self wow. um, and a fit for you because there's so many ways and so many things that you can incorporate into your health and wellness journey and fitness um, and then, you know, Lord knows there's so many uh, meal plan things that's out there but you have to find what works for you. I
2: love that mm-hmm. concept. Yeah. yeah,
1: You have to find what works for you because everybody's body is so different. Everybody's mm-hmm. lifestyle. Everybody's um, everything. And, and you can't, it's not a cut cookie cut thing. That's and true. whatever it is you do though, you should enjoy it. It should be fun. My thing, my, my, one of my um, quotes is uh, if it's not fun, it's not fitness. Oh wow, that's good. You're gonna feel something, right? You're gonna be a little uncomfortable or discomfort. Um, but it, it should be fun. Yeah. And and I bring fun into the studio. Um, I have ladies of all ages uh, from college student to 75. And um and and I do small groups because I can give more attention to right. it. Because uh, how I got started, I was at the one of our local YMCA's, and I got certified. Well, one of the how I jumped into it all the way. I I I grew up playing sports all the time, very athletic. My brothers, I I was the tomboy because there was it was four boys, three boys between me and the next girl, and there was no room for me in the kitchen. So the my older sisters would always say. Go play with your brothers. So I did. I did everything from football to baseball. (laughs) Um,
0: I love that. I
1: I was out there, and so quite naturally, it was just part of my DNA. Um, So I always i I played every sport almost that I could in school because some of them were back to back, and that you couldn't do two sports at one time. And I don't remember a day going home after school because I was always staying at their school. So it was just part of who I was. And so um, Al was doing a seminar called Dreams to Reality. And he asked a question in a seminar, what is it that you can do or will do without being paid? And right away that came to my mind was fitness. And so I was like, wow, yeah, that was just so easy. It's like, it just popped. And so I pursued that and I went to the YMCA and I, um I was I was working out first. I was working out in a class I was participating. It was over 50 people, I know. It was a boot camp. Oh yeah. And it was one instructor and she was doing what she does, but I in my my mindset was like, how can she see all of us? <laughs> and I'm I'm huge on form. I'm really big about doing it right because it can create problems, right? Oh, sure. So so she was doing all this or whatever and I just it kind of bothered me because I was near the back and I could see all the people that weren't doing it right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to move up, you know, cuz this is right. bothering me. So I move up the next class and she noticed me. And she said, "Have you ever thought about getting certified?" And then I was like, "Well, yeah, I had." And then she told me about the WISE program, the YMCA. So fast forward, I, I got certified through the YMCA. She moves out of town. And so I take over her class. Oh, okay. And, um, and so um, it, it was just, it still was a big class. It wasn't as big, you know, how you get your favorite teachers and you're going to lose some students or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was still a big class for one instructor. And so, um, but I just continued on and I was there for six years um I did a few other different classes I did some uh senior sneaker classes and um some stretch classes just a lot of different things there and then I quietly um in the summer I would always take off because of the kids right so I never told any of the students that were coming to the my class I never told them that I wouldn't be back because thats when I knew I had um, was going to step out and do my own thing. Because right. I, I really had a heart for personal training and one-on-one. Sure. And the—the um, the director knew, but I didn't tell the students. And it was just one of those practices that we knew that was right. Yeah. Like because I knew if I would have said something to them, they would have inquired. Sure. And I didn't want that to be part of who I was. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I. Um, um, didn't come back the following. Um, and, and I, and that's when I started Fit for You in 2012. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, um, and, 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 but I didn't, it's only been three years since I've had my own space. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I rented space from a couple of studio, uh, gyms and a studio. The last studio that I was in is when I got certified as a yoga instructor. Oh, so. Okay. I took on yoga in which I, I really love that. I love the idea of being able to um, show the clients how to stretch their bodies as well. And the principles of, of, uh, of yoga, when it's done correctly, it really speaks to kind of how God built us, right? You know, just to stay focused and um, about breathing, there's life in our breath, Um, you know, and so. Um, I like when I do yoga, I, I like to, to speak, um, in reference to strengthening them. And so, I mean, it just, it, it really adds to what I do. Right. So, so yeah. So then, so fast forward, I'm, I'm here in this building and, um, it, it, it has been a blessing.
2: Do you have a way to kind of show us the studio with their? I do.
1: I do. I'm going to, I'll put this down. I'm going to turn the camera around.
2: I think the viewers would like to see.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's beautiful.
1: This is, it's a lot of light in here. So you'll get a little glares.
2: Wow. Nice.
1: Yes. Very nice. So the balls were out. We had um, the stability balls. We were doing wall sits.
2: Oh yeah. Wow. Very nice, Carla.
1: Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. So, and then the story behind it, um, when I left the the yoga studio place, um, I was looking for my own spot and I'm on the third floor. And when I saw this place, I was like, there's no way the ladies are going to come upstairs to work out. It's just not going to happen. And before I told Al that, this place um, had brick walls and stairs. He said he imagined me and he didn't even know I had seen the place yet. And he said, I imagined you in a place with brick walls. I was like, get out of here. Oh, so this is, this is the, uh, the spot that um, I ended up being in. And it was gutted. It was nothing up here. Absolutely nothing. I didn't, I couldn't see it at all. When I came up here, I was so disappointed. I couldn't see a thing. Yeah, And then um, I accidentally one day called the gentleman that had mentioned this space to me and he asked me, he said, did you ever go up and look at that spot? And um, I came back up and I caught the vision. Oh, neat. Yeah. And so I want to show you something real quickly. Like those bands up there, those are exercise bands and not decoration. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so basically what we do with these <laughs> is like they, like they have a little <laughs> Wow. They can, they can work their arms. Oh, nice. Also do this kind of stuff. Yes. And they can do just, so it's a it's a it's a way of adding um, decor and use it. So anything that's in here I can use for fitness. That's wonderful. Yeah. How cool. Yes. And so this hammock, there's a hammock right there, right? Yeah. My daughter works nearby, and so at lunchtime she comes and take a nap. Oh, (laughs) that's great. (laughs) Yeah.
2: A little siesta.
1: Yeah, that helps. A little siesta. Yeah, I. I I don't have time for a nap, so (laughs) I'd rather go home.
2: You know, uh, Carla, we were talking a little earlier, you know, about the the podcast, uh, the name of the podcast, and also the the kind of the the spearhead, the goal is uh, uh, Women of Substance.
0: Mm -hmm. You
2: are a a woman of substance and certainly a leader. Um, in your community and to other other people, I'm sure around the world, uh, Pastor Al, you know your influence has reached um, amazing heights. Plus, uh, your friendships to, to very well known leaders, and we could you know all call names, but there's no point in it. But just that you know you're respected as leaders in the body of Christ. But what would you say to you know? You know, there's, there's a lot of traditional thinking, most traditional thinking, some of it's okay, but some traditional thinking will hold you back from what, you know, here we are as sort of like faith people claiming the blessings of God, claiming Abraham's blessings and claiming prosperity and health. Uh, and God's trying to give you an idea of how to achieve that and uh, the power to get wealth, you know. Thing uh, idea and uh, try to achieve that, and our traditions keep us back sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mentioning when I entered the ministry, uh, so many of my mentors uh, uh, were from they're from a different generation, and so I learned from them great, great things. You know, yeah, of their wisdom because of their years of experience that I still honor to this day. But on the other hand, there was also some traditional things just from their denomination from their uh background that i i realized later held me back from some ideas that i had that might have been a, a help. Yeah. And the idea was if you're in full-time ministry you can't you can't have a business on the side or you can't have uh you can't do you can't get too involved in education or whatever. I know Scarlett uh after you know becoming um what we're we going to say middle-aged uh uh adult
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
2: went back to college and got her certification as a and uh and finished her master's degree and
0: oh uh,
2: yeah and things that i think that and and i i've I've done a few things um a little different but i i think that um we sort of were 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 warned you know don't don't do anything but go to go to conferences and and uh and you're going, Lord, why aren't things working out? And the Lord's saying, I'm giving you million dollar ideas all yeah. time, and you just are too stubborn to so the scripture, if we're willing and obedient, we'll eat of the good of the land. I really believe that we have to be willing and obedient to break the mold sometimes. Yeah. And do That's it differently good. than maybe grandma did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah, if for you sure. You've never had. You have to do something you've never done. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, I certainly see that with your with your um um uh, your your business there, and um and I know that uh, that Al's been involved in all kinds of things. Uh, but it's just uh it's just interesting uh to see that. What would you say to a young woman today that's maybe graduating high school? trying to decide what to do with her life, maybe graduating college, and she's trying to decide, uh, you know, what's to serve the Lord, but yet doesn't want to be broke. <laughs> uh, how, how can a person, you know, there's just a lot of pressure out there today.
1: Yeah.
2: A
0: lot, of, a yeah.
2: lot of yeah. So, so I
1: say? know um... – so for a while, because I grew up in, in in the denomination that I grew up in was Baptist. Yes. And so um, <laughs> one of the, Yeah. You were too Scarlet, you were Baptist. Yeah. Uh-huh. So one of the things that I said to the Lord, I do not want to be a pastor's wife. That's what I said. <laughs> because
0: that's <Scarlet> of, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what I because of what I saw growing up. Yeah. Um and 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 mainly was um pastors' wives didn't do anything. They, they were pretty, they wore hats and they weren't, they didn't, they didn't talk much. And that was just, I didn't, couldn't see myself in that role. Yeah. And so fast forward, I marry a pastor and then <laughs> I come from a dance background. Like I, um I did plays. I interpret dance. I did. Well, cool jazz dance, all of it. I come from that. And so I, I brought that into the church. And so, but I was doing it, <laughs> you know, right. So that wasn't a, something a pastor's wife did. Right. And so um, that wasn't really recent. It took Al a minute to even say, be okay with it. Um, but it was very, I mean, it was something that I loved and I enjoyed. Sure. And so um so but then at the same time, I knew that God he it, if God gave me the gift, it couldn't be wrong, right? Like, right. where does this come from? I didn't wake up one day and know and knew how to do all that stuff. Right. It's, it's on the inside of me. One of the mm-hmm. scriptures that is so powerful, and I love it, that Jeremiah one five, before I was born, right like he knew me before. He put in me everything that I needed. He didn't forget and said on whatever day I started this this business, he didn't say, oh, I forgot to tell her she was supposed to do fitness, right? (laughs) It was already in me. It was already in me. And everything else that has come out of me was there before I was even born. And, And it goes on to say that I was fearfully and wonderfully made. And I had been meditating on that, guys. And and, and someone asked me, what does fearfully mean? And it, to me, and it just came up. Like, without hesitation, God put everything in me. He didn't think about it. He wasn't afraid that I was going to mess up. And I have. (laughs) But he knew this is the person that needs this. And he gave it to me. And therefore, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. But I didn't know that. I had to come to know it. And then once I've come to know it, I'm like, let's go. Right. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do what God's called me to do because I know that it's not about. I'm doing ministry. This is ministry. Yes. Behind the pulpits ministry in this gym is ministry. When When ladies come in here they're, they're not coming in here. They think, I'm getting emotional. I'm sorry, guys. They right. need to come in here to work out. Yeah. But we've had so many encounters.
0: Mm. I've,
1: I've, I've prayed for ladies and brought Thank them out of God. depression. Yeah. And because I'm in the gym, they're not going to come in the church. Right. They may not come in the church. Yeah. But they'll come in here because they think it's a safe, they know or believe it's a safe place.
0: Yeah.
1: Sure. And so when I had the opportunity to speak to their spirit by way of showing them how to exercise, they feel good. Sure. And when they feel good, they open up. Right. And when they open up, it gives me an opportunity to pour into them. Yes. And no matter what size they come in here, they can come in here. I had a lady that was over 300 pounds.
2: Mm, Mm -hmm. Bless her heart.
1: She knew I loved her. Yeah. He knew that we and, and, and what I'm giving out, the ladies that are in here will give out sure. because they know I'm not judging them. So, therefore, Maybe. they're not going to judge each other. Right. They're all in it together. Sure. And so, to answer your, your questions, David, I would say I would tell a person that what is it that you love doing? Yeah. What is it that brings you joy? That's your purpose. That's your purpose. That's something that brings you joy, something that that you can do sweatlessly. That that is what you're called to do. It may not be the only thing, but that's where you can start. And that might lead them to something else.
2: That is such a word of wisdom uh, today, because. You know, so many people think, "Well, I got to get a job. Just get a job, get a job, get a job, get a job." job." Well, certainly, a job helps pay the bills. Absolutely, yes, not you know, totally. And you start, you know, you have no job, and this this job that isn't that exciting pops up. Take that job till you can get to the better job. But on the other hand, in the meantime, uh, if you have to do that, fine. But in the meantime, continue to work on what you said. What is my passion? And some people need to take time to ask that question to,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or ask and answer that question. Well, what is my passion? If money were no object, what would I be doing?
1: Yeah. They don't
2: even, you ask most people that question and they're deer caught in the headlights. I mean, they <laughs> absolutely don't know what to answer and that's a good thing to know what to answer.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Male uh-huh. and female, you know, men and women need to answer that question. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I would both say that we're, right now, we're both doing our dream job. You know, we're, we're pastoring, but yet we're traveling the world. We're writing books. We're yeah. doing we're, we're doing media events and things. And we're doing everything that, that and we have some business ideas as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're putting forth, but on the, same, on the same hand, you know, it's just good to know that you can live in this world with um, and do your thing, do your thing, do your path. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause nobody can do what God has called you guys to do, but you, it might look like somebody else's, right. but it's not, it's totally different. It's totally different. I may get the numbers wrong, but, um, a dear friend of ours is in, in at the ministry. She's a, an attorney. And she also uh, does a lot of speaking in large platforms. And, um, and she was speaking one day and she said, um, there's over, well, the, the world's been in existence for, do you know how long the world's been in existence, David? No. I know it's over 400 billion years or something. Yeah, maybe
2: crazy number, right?
1: Yeah, crazy number. And then the number of how many people are on the earth just as crazy You make over 800 billion people. Right. And I'm, I'm throwing out some crazy numbers, but it is a crazy number. And think about this. This is so powerful. There's only one scarlet. (laughs) That's amazing. Like there's no other scarlet like you on this earth. So what that says to me is like, Whatever it is that God has given you and given me, mm-hmm. it's not going to look like nobody else because there is nobody else but you to do it. Yeah, so that's failing, really good. Failure is failure is not a thing because who's to say you're failing when it's only one you doing it? Yeah. Nobody can do what you're called to do. Nobody can do what I'm called to do. It doesn't make me arrogant. It doesn't make me um, a prideful. It makes me know who my father is.
0: Yes, he
1: made no other person like me and like you. So we have we. It's a it's an honor to do what we're called to do. Yes, because nobody else can do it. Yeah, that's and somebody is missing out on. On what we have when we don't do it. Right. And so, and, and so I, I know I'm not called to the masses, but I'm called to somebody.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: called to somebody. And I, and I, I love
2: that I'm called to somebody. <laughs> I'm called to
1: somebody. And I right. got to show up. Just show up. When I show up, God shows up. Yes. And, and I just trust him. I just trust him to bring me the right clients. Um, I trust him to, to give me the right platforms. Um, I'm out in the community. I go to uh, youth centers. I have the, the, the most best opportunities. And it's such an honor. I get to work with school kids in the summer, um, do summer programs. And, um, and it's an awesome. opportunity to just be a light to them and just show up. I get to even, you know, touch. And so I know that's a hand of God you yes. know on them and just being in the in the midst and so one of the things that the thought process that I take with me when I go out is like I'm a light in the midst of darkness. Yeah. And when light enters darkness has to flee. It's true. Right? And and that's the truth, right? That is that is so true. And 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 I have to remind myself of how true that is and how po- even though when I walk in the room I had an experience of Last year with with some kids when you know they're going through this whole pronoun thing, and it's it, oh yeah it, oh my gosh and i didn't i didn't there was a a kid there that had on a skirt, had color in in his hair, and it was a just the, the prettiest hair and i i said um well, I, I forget who, what happened, but I was talking to a group of kids and I said, well, she'll come over. And they looked at me and they giggled and they said, it's a heat. And I was like, okay. And I, I, I did the best I can, could to just kind of, you know, keep moving. And sure. so the next day, um, he had on pants. And so... I I said his name I can't I wouldn't say it on this even though you know it it wouldn't know who it was but I addressed the the kid as a he and then he told me his name was it it was a she name and I'm confused at this point and I'm like what is going on what the heck yeah and but it well what I but well, what happened by the end of the the time I had with them, I would go three days a week for three weeks. And by the end of the session, because this individual was very um to himself and um but by the end um I had the opportunity to see him smile. Mm-hmm. Um I was able to um touch or you know, just to you know put a hand on. And hey, it's not, it's not me to change anybody, but if I'm trusting God to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm just showing up and God says show up, I'm trusting him. Amen. I'm trusting him. And so it was an opportunity. He didn't, that young man didn't see me. He saw God.
2: Amen. Amen. He
1: saw God. And so I, and so when I have opportunities to be with the kids, it is the best. It is the best because I'm leaving God's presence, and I'm believing that God is ministering to their hearts through me, sure, yeah, That's I mean true. I love it i i I love what I do, I tell you what i <laughs> al al recorded me one time, David. this is how he is he he me. <laughs> I love
2: Al are you kidding? We talk on the phone,
1: yeah he. And he recorded me uh, in my sleep and I was leading a class.
2: <laughs>
1: and he was You're talking- leading a class
2: in your sleep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he was asking questions like, do I go left or do I go right? Do I lift my leg? But I was giving instructions in my sleep. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was like, that's not right. But yeah, no, I, I really uh, love what I do. I really do. And I know that that's, that's my ministry to encourage women to be their best healthy self. Um, what, I have a, a sign on the wall that says you can get there and everybody has yeah. a there. Everybody has a there. Yeah. And my there is gonna be different than your there. But sure. whatever your there is, you can get there. Yeah. And, and I, I another one of my big thing is everybody's not going to be a bodybuilder and you're not. It, that's not that's not even the healthiest thing. Right. A bodybuilder will tell you that you you have to have the right amount of everything, the right amount yeah. of eating, sleep, all of that workout. And right. everybody's not live cut by a, a
2: regimen with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but everybody can be healthy, right? And what is to stay healthy for that person? Everybody is not going to be a size two. Everybody's not going to be a size uh, eight. It is what your body needs, right? And if I can get a person to buy into being healthy, yeah. then they'll put away the diets and they'll put away the the uh, uh, you know the little. Um, things that are what the fads, right? right. Because it's not about being um, skinny; it's about being healthy. And yeah. so, what when the when women come into the studio, um, I we we talk about just being consistent. Just mm-hmm. get on a consistent regimen. If you stay consistent and make that a lifestyle, right. I, mean, I, I get when you're trying to reach a goal to get to a certain. You got a big event coming up. That's a thing. I understand that's the thing, but sure. that, let that not be your way of living. Right. You know, so it's, and so that's what I try to help them to buy into. Let's buy right. into being a healthier you. And what does that look like? Staying consistent, doing those things on a regular basis. And when you yeah. go on your vacation, enjoy your vacation. Eat, as, eat what you want. Yeah. Right. And when you come back, Get back on track, right? Because you know what that looks like. Yeah. So let's identify what it looks like. So when you get outside of it, you can come back.
0: Right. Sure. Very yeah. good. Very good. Well, we appreciate so much everything you've said, Carla. You've just been such an encouragement, and um, we'll have some uh, some things on the screen for people who maybe have questions to ask you, or maybe they're in Fort Wayne and they and they didn't know that you had this yeah <laughs> um, yeah or um you know just other uh, things that people want to ask you maybe even about the lord so um we'll have some information about that and, awesome. um, we, we really appreciate you and you know what it's just, uh remarkable what you've done there it really is. You. i love it and I'm, i it inspires me to do more about you know what's in my heart to do. Praise and God Thank
1: you so much! until Al we love him. <laughs> well, yes, I will. Yes, yes, yes. I'll let you know that David was on too. He'll say, "Well,
2: (laughs) I don't know what good I am." But
1: (laughs) no, he'll say you didn't. He'll tell me I didn't invite him. But I'll say, "Well, I didn't know."
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he might sulk around for a couple minutes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Can I say this last thing? I do, and I I don't know if I gave this to you on the information. Cause, um, well, Al's big on uh, technology, so he set up all my um, my screen and everything. What I'm doing now is because of him. You know, yeah. he stays on top of all this, and so he helped me with. Um, I had I just started in October. It's coming up on a year. Uh, a membership um, site where people who aren't in Fort Wayne they can uh, work out with me um, once a week, a and then they idea. get yeah, and they get other workouts um, um, video workouts, but they can get into, they can zoom into the studio once a week. Cause I have people that live here that actually zoom if they don't want to do stairs or if they're running behind, um, or if they, it just works better for them to work out at home. Yes. And so, um, so yeah, so that's, um, Good. that information will be available for anybody who would like to consider, um, being a a fit for you, friend, is the name of my membership That's page.
0: Wonderful, cool, oh, yeah, very nice. Yeah, good. Well, let's end if you would um, wouldn't mind just praying for those yeah. listeners, especially the you know, women who are we're wanting to encourage today, and uh, know that God's empowering them. Would you pray for them?
1: Yes, I will. And I excuse me no the, there's a new members or a new business next door and. It's a tattoo place, and so they play loud music. And so <laughs> hearing them, I, well, I,
2: I figure if you're getting a tattoo, you might need loud music to <laughs> distract you. <laughs> right, <laughs> uh,
1: Father God, we just thank you so much for this um, wonderful day, a day that you've made, Father. We thank you so much for David and Scarlett and and what you're doing through them and their ministry. And I thank you for this platform that you've given Scarlett. And Father, I pray for those that are viewing and that will hear. And I believe and declare over them that wherever they were stuck concerning their health, concerning uh, getting active and moving, or even knowing what their purpose is, I declare over them that it will be revealed to them. They will be motivated, um, surround them with the right people. Thank you for giving them the opportunities and opening the doors that only you can open and shut those doors that have been hindering them and keeping them away from what you've called them to do. Thank you, Father. I believe and declare that this podcast will minister life and will encourage people to do what you've called them to do because, Father, we can do more healthier than we can otherwise. And we just thank you that by Jesus' stripes, we're healthy and whole. And we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise amen. God. Thank you amen. again, Carla. God thank bless Thank you. you. I was honored to be here. And it, it. thank you for even considering me and David mentioning me to Scarlet. <laughs> of course. All right. God bless you. Yeah, bless you too. Bye-bye.
0: Well, you might know someone who needs to hear this podcast, so let them know about it. Maybe some people would like to exercise with Carla, and that's possible, um, yeah. even if you don't live in Indiana. I so, know, how cool it? is that? <laughs> so um, We just uh, hope you enjoyed it again, and uh, we're looking forward to next time on Women of Substance. So God bless you today. Be empowered and do what you're called to do. Thank you again for joining us. And I just want to let you know that these Women of Substance podcasts are the first and third Fridays of every month. So we do two a month just to encourage and empower you and inspire you. Tell other people about them when you listen to them and it means something to you. Let some other people know about it because we really want to get the word into women's hearts that they are significant. They're important to God and they can do what he's called them to do. If you would like to donate to Women of Substance Podcast, uh, we appreciate your support because it does cost finances to get these done, and we uh, appreciate any support. Uh, We've had probably about 30,000 listeners, and uh, it's just so exciting to hear people tell me, Scarlett, I I heard this interview or I heard your teaching on this and it really helped me. It it brought me to a place of faith when I was struggling or, you know, a situation that um, it it got me through that situation. So um, if you would like to contribute also, you can do that by going to scarletthorton.com. Also, if you need prayer, uh, we would love for you to write prayer requests. We love to pray and we love to pray for any needs that you have at office at scarlethorton.com. Also contact us. We have a grace and faith magazine that we put out usually once a quarter and it gives information about Horton ministries. My husband, David Horton and I travel overseas a lot. We give reports of where we've been and the many people that have gotten saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, the miracles that God does. And I know that you would love to read that magazine as well. So let us know if you'd like it. And then we want to invite you, if you're in the Tampa Bay area on vacation, or maybe you live down here and you didn't know that there is a Word of Faith, Grace Church called Grace Harvest Church, and it's in Holiday And uh, we would love to have you come. We have services uh, Sunday morning at 10 and Wednesday night at 7. So I know that you would love our church. Then also on our website, we have a lot of faith building resources. David has written some books and I've written a book and a workbook. And then we have some new books coming out very soon. So uh, these resources would help you. And they're uh, scarlethorton.com and you can go on and see those. If you would like to purchase those and then if you would like to book us for an event, any kind of conventions or conferences, we love to minister and travel and preach as well. So uh, we'd love to do that again. If you need prayer, don't hesitate. We know God hears and answers prayer. God bless you.